ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all my Chacha gang across the globe. Welcome to another episode of the Chacha Let's Talk Music series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast with yours musically, Afis Donova. You know I get to do it on this series now. I get to have conversation with different people and we talk about anything and everything that is music related. And I know, I mean, I know the waste time. I'll just allow my guest to introduce himself. This is Mifa Dejima, host of the UNI podcast. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much for being here, Mifa. I'm really, really honored to have you on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Uh, I'm sorry, just a quick one. Do you, do you have a sister by the name Dami? No, I don't. Okay, okay. Yeah. I used to know Dami and Dejima back then in secondary school. I just wanted to be sure. I mean, it's, it's a small life. Dejima is a the common Yoruba. Oh, name, oh, 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 I'm anyways. Because you don't look like a true Yoruba boy. <laughs> You're listening to Chacha Let's Talk music series with Afis Nova. Today we'll be talking about, you know, something interesting, like a conversation that has been going on a lot of time. We hear people say this, like, when an artist releases a song and the song is not probably up to standard, and, you know, we hear their fans come to the defense and say, oh, it's what the fans want that the artist is releasing. So, I, first of all, is that like, is that really a thing in the music industry? Like, okay, the artists are releasing song based on what the fans are actually demanding for. Is that a thing to start with? I think it, it, it is to an extent. Okay. It also has to do with the fact that there is this thing called stan culture. Okay. And stan culture kind of makes you think, makes you think that everything the artist, a particular artist does is perfect. There's okay. no wrong, there's no uh, mediocre um, level to it. You know, okay. when you really like an artist, an artist. Every, every song feels like, feels yeah, like yeah. Okay, let's, 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 uh, sorry, let's, let's break that stand down to our whole Nigerian to that mentality, the FCs. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that is, that is, like, um, you know, once you are from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. I feel like you can be more critical about music. Okay. You know, if you don't allow the thing get into your head. Into your head, Because yeah. you hear some song and you be like, man, this is just, this is just trash, like, this is just trash. But then you go online, you see people hyping it up, people tell you, wow, this is the best song ever, this artist is so on top of and stuff like that. But you are listening to this now, like, man, this is not... And people tell you, well, it's subjective, you know, what we might like and that person no. won't like, but... At the end of the day, there is still a standard that should be set. Like, I have this issue, and I know people might come from me. I have this issue with Whiskey's music. <laughs> and I just have to say, like, Whiskey is a very talented artist. Yes, so definitely. doubting that one. Definitely. But his music for the past four or five years has been mid. I don't want to call it trash, but just mid. Like, there's nothing new. The lyrics feel like he's just repeating himself. But yet, people stand him. Yeah. Having more features... People are calling him one of the greatest, you know, legend and stuff like that. But his music to me is me. There's nothing to it. I'm not saying anything different. Like, okay, what are you singing? You just come back, repeat phrases. You're not shaking bum bum, blah, blah, blah. And yet, people have people will not agree with that. Most people will be like, oh, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. So you can understand them coming from their point of view of, okay, this is their artist, so they need to stand him. Anything he does is gold and stuff like that. But if people take time to be more critical about things, discover that some of these artists are not actually doing their best they're not it's almost like because of the praises they just stay in one level because they know that no matter what they do if whiskey cough tomorrow on a song is to sell of course his fans will get it so and he's aware of that he's aware of the fact that he has a very loyal fan base so no matter what he sings it's always going to just go so you see people they're not you see these artists are not really being critical they're not trying to put out their very best because they understand that the need that they will put out is always going to be hyped to be their very best. 
So and it's very common in the Nigerian music space because a lot of artists, a lot of the sound now are so similar. It's almost like there are very few people trying to experiment with new sound, Sounds. trying to experiment with new lyrics. You know, it's almost like this dance thing. Once a new dance, yeah, comes, new dance comes out, everybody jumps on the dance so trend. The same and thing. Once a new sound comes out, everybody wants to do it, and nobody is trying to you know carve a niche. Very few people are trying to carve their niche, and people that are trying to carve their niche, you see people not really paying attention to them to because. Them. It's not bumping. It's not. It's not a club banger, as it were. So I feel like, as much as the the um, the fans also have something to do, the artists also have to, you know, try and go above where you think is your peak. Try and experiment with new sound. Yo, whiskey for crying out loud. There's nobody you call now that would not want to walk do something with you. Try and what? Why? What is wrong with whiskey trying to experiment with rock? Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that was going to be a conversation for another day, trust me. But there's always this argument I put forward when I hear people say like, oh, yes, the fans dictate the kind of music the artist should do, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, let's accept, let's say that is true for a while. Now, how exactly, like, how do these artists, for example, how do they get to know, okay, this is the kind of music, because I used to tell people like, look, if I'm an artist, is what I give you that you take. If I continue to give you now, you've you've used whiskey as an example. Now, for people that listen to rap music, I'll go to Mode Nine. A lot of time you hear people say, "Oh, Mode Nine is too hardcore, Mode Nine is too this," but till that, Mode Nine still remains that person. And if you are, like I said, if you are, you know, a fan of just rap music, not you know the Stan or the FCs and you know all that, you would understand that what Mode Nine is doing is rap music. Do you understand? And Mode 9 did not say, oh, because Mode 9 continued giving us that kind of music. We accepted him like that. But we, we've tried to push Mode 9 away and say, no, no, no. But still. But I think there also has to be a distinction, though. Okay. For for example, with Mode 9. Mode 9 had had a couple of songs where he experimented in being very commercial. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't as much as if you check his own catalog. I know, I know, I know. But even at that, you find out that and a, a very critical thing about Mode 9 is as much as we say you should not dumb your lyrics down, you should not dumb mm-hmm. there should also be a level of understanding that should come with what you do Okay. and this is why most times you find as much as Mode 9 is one of the pioneers of rap in Nigeria, Nigeria. you find people still rating M.I. higher than him Mode 9, yeah. because of the fact that M.I. Ha- came into the game and he brought a kind of relatable feel to rap you could rap along to some MI songs and with clever punchlines, clever wordplay, and you feel like man, as I be this thing because of the way he, he made it easily accessible to everybody. There are people who are not fans of rap music, but they are fans of MI because of the way he raps, you know. And he's MI is a very good rapper, like yeah, he is a light level rapper, but still he's able to capture those fans where you know you might not be a hardcore rapper, but a hardcore rap fan, but you can understand you can. That is the problem with Mode 9. As much as he's not dumbing down his lyrics, he still has that elitist look to him. You know, it's almost like if you're not into the inner caucus of rap, you will get Mode 9. <laughs> and yes, that, that's fine. He, he would always have a loyal fan towards that. Towards that, yes. And in a way, it's almost like the whiskey thing. Those loyal fan base will always feed his ego. Like, fuck it, man. You're the rap allies, man. You don't need to dumb it up for these kids coming here. And that thing gets into his head, it's like, no, as long as these people are loyal to this sound, no problem. The same thing with the whiskey, as long as these people are loyal to this sound, as long as I cough and they say it's the best, then why not just stick to this thing? Mm-hmm. So you find that it also it plays different ways, because they actually always get feedback from their fans. From their fans yeah. When you release a song or an album, you always hear what your fans have to say. say. 
So imagine Whiskey always here is fans saying, man, this is dope. How do you want him to know it's trash? He will not find out. And this is the thing, it is human nature for you to seek out the best reviews. If you have 50 people saying your, your shit is dope, and like five people saying it's trash. Do you think you're going to be looking for the people that are saying it's trash? <laughs> people always try to misconce- use that misconception that ah, critical. Mm-mm. Most of us, we always avoid criticism. We will go to what we feed our ego. Like, oh, yeah. even, when when even when it is doused in little criticism, we still look for the ones we can hold on to and be like, okay, okay, the positive Yeah. When we think any criticism is somehow negative. negative. But people will like, ah, I'm criticism. It is not hate. If your music is trash, it's trash. And you can, and I feel like you can, you should be able to say this thing about a whiskey's music because of the pedestal where he's in. Mm-hmm. If he's an upcoming artist, it's easier for you not to just tell an upcoming artist that your music is trash because it's demoralizing. He might not want to do it again. Can I encourage you to be like, I like what you're doing, but you know you can try this and that. That's when an upcoming artist because you want to encourage, you know, continue, start, keep putting your effort. But whiskey is up there, so he should know. Like, man, this is your, this your music is trash. Do this thing better because people are, yeah, the upcoming ones are looking up to you. Is this what you want them to look up towards? And that's what you find in the industry now that the upcoming ones are not even trying to make any very good effort because we are always like, they're always like, okay, we are in the shadow of whiskey. How the fuck are you in the shadow of whiskey if whiskey is releasing trash? Why not aim to do better than him? Why not aim to make your lyrics have substance? Oh, whiskey is always saying baby oh baby why not change it and look for something else why must you sound like whiskey why not create your own lane and that's the thing bonaboy does that people are always gravitating to him like bonaboy as much as bonaboy is uh is a good artist in a way he created his own sound yeah he did in a way he, you can always put bonaboy in a different lane from the whiskey from the david mm-hmm. because he's just bonaboy he did that in his own way so why not do that uh-huh. Yes, Yanni just a sweet for my ear. The Chacha Let's Talk Music series with Afistinova. Hey, God. Conversation with the boss break. We've spoken about how the fans will have a major you know, influence in how an artist will release, will release a song. You know, when they release a song, they want to hear the fans feedback and how they relate to the song. So, if, for example, an artist releases a trash song, should we put the blame on the fans for saying <laughs> we are it like that? Or do you think because the Nigerian music industry is growing mass, it has not that it's growing, it has grown yeah. and it will continue to grow. True. And the only way for our music to expand further is if we have good content. True. So do you think that the fans should at some certain point and say, okay, guy, I know say it's my guy, but you know, try for this one. Do you think the fans should act, the fans should get to that level and say yes, yes, you've done this, but then again, you can go higher. And that's but that's the thing now. The fans do that, but those people that do that will, will not. They will not be. They will be ostracized. They will not be considered fans. Because oh. when you and I go online and say, "Oh, this music is not really up to the whiskey's power," or the whiskey's power, people would attack us. But we are also fans of the music. <laughs> We like if we, if we are not fans, we will not go and listen to him to start with. True, but we are fans. We want to always ah, drop a new music. So let's go and check it out because we are fans. But we are not stands. You know, we are not there to die for it or anything. We are there to enjoy Yeah, enjoy the music, enjoy the content. So we are the fans actually give critical feedback. But these people don't listen to critical feedback, and these people have more yes men in their circle than anything else. 
you know, if if the video is always giving you money for phone and car, are you going to start going to the studio and telling the video, man, this thing you are saying this one does not make sense? <laughs> you lose your privileges. As much as this, and this is as much as they say, oh, I listen to critical, it is it doesn't work that way. Except maybe you're a, a two-face. If you're a two-face and you come down and tell the video, man, I listen to their music, you know, you should change this. It's easier for them to listen to that because ego will be like, oh, this one is higher than, higher than me. But you on the street will be like, who are you? <laughs> you see it every day on the We are not buying the music. We are not streaming the music. Yeah, they don't care because they already have the stamp culture behind them. They already have the stamp culture behind them. They look at you like, if one person like this does not stream my music, no shit. I have 20 loyal fans who that stream the music. And those 20 loyal fans will come and attack that one person like, who are you? What do you do? What do you know? Be shitting on somebody's horse, wicked person, blah blah blah. And there you go, is revived. Like, see, I told you, 20 layer fans, and they believe this music is sweet. Now, you just, you just, you just mentioned something I actually wanted us to touch on, which is, you know, the fans attacking each other. And we see this a lot of times, you know, on Twitter and all that. Now, I always feel like, I know, yes, like you already said, the stand culture and all that, but don't you feel. A lot of these stands now, the stands and the FCs, don't you think it's high time they try to separate the artists from the music? I think, ideally, I think people should be able to separate the artists from the art. Ideally. Mm-hmm. But we are not in an ideal world. People always, it, it happens with movies, it happens with every other thing. You see some certain characters in movies and you think that's how they are in real life. It happens with most of our Nigerian actresses and actors. You know, the um, patient of Zorro. You see how in real life. And they've done this constantly because, you know, it's almost like they are stereotyped into a particular role. It's the same thing with the artists as well. You have a lover boy kind of artist. He's stereotyped into that particular role because, and again, it boils down to not experimenting. You know, he has always been dropping albums that are always about love. So it's easier for you to think, oh man, this is how his life goes. Forgetting that sometimes these songs were written by other people. Sometimes, you know, he just goes into the studio and just sings. He doesn't actually have to have any emotions attached to it because that's his job. But these emotions are always going to be attached from our end. Once we are able to consciously separate it, it happens with. People who you want to cancel, you know, there was this thing that happened in um, Tory Lanez released the new album where he was explaining his issue with Megan the Stallion and stuff like that. And people were like, don't stream the music. I can't believe you're trying to capitalize on it. Yeah. You can't believe it, but it's happening. Does it make it, does the, does it make the music bad? No. Does it mean this person is somebody that has sense? No. You might still hate Tory Lanez, but you still have, if you want to listen to music, it doesn't make you a bad person. Because it's still art. It's still a form of expression. You spoke about cancellation. Do you really think that's a thing that can work with Nigerian artists? Or have you, can you can you like picture a Nigerian artist that you feel has been cancelled out by the fans? I don't think any Nigerian artist has been cancelled out. I just feel like it's, it, it gets to a point where sometimes you fade out of relevance. Okay. You just, you know, people don't just fuck with it anymore because maybe you're not putting as much effort as, as, effort as, as, you as the whiskey. Kid. And you just fall out of, you know, fall out of sight. But still, you can bounce back. Of recent, Dari Atala, Dari Atala, yeah, song, a new album and stuff like that. So, but for, for a while, nobody talked about him. Yeah. Nobody remembered that there was Dari yeah. Atala. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens, you know. So it's not, I don't think, I don't think Nigerians know how to counsel anybody. It's not, it's not in our <laughs> DNA. It's not in our DNA because here's the thing: you have people who just want to be contrarian, like people who just want to 
go against the grain. Like if people are going right, they want yeah, to go right. Even if they know that going right is right, they just want to go left to cause discord. So once you tell them, say, oh, this artist is cancelled, you have people that because because you say that so, those so, people so, you know cancel out. Yes, of you are mad. <laughs> so with that kind of environment, it's, it's not it's not possible. All right, so uh, this next one now, please, you people should not hold me for this. This is being, this is on this one is going to be on me for please. <laughs> Mention three songs. Okay. That are trash to you. I look. If I'm being honest, I can say the. The past two catalog of whiskey that has just been trash, to be honest. Okay. The past two, and that's all coming from Again, again, as much as as much as it's easy to just say this is trash, trash yeah. I think uh, one also has to understand that you know, there are also other elements attached to it. Mm-hmm. You could also look at it from the place of the artist, like where it's coming, where it's coming from. The fact that you know it's not just him thinking. Okay. He has a, a team it's around, around. has production team around him, and these people are experts in their field allegedly or something. Yeah. Like. So you understand that sometimes even what they hear might not be what you're oh, hearing. Yeah, yeah. And again, truthfully, music is objective. You know, I mean, it's subjective rather. Yeah. What you might like might not be what, what I, I like, like. You know. So while I might say okay, this music are not up to par to whiskey standard, there are people who know music better than me and think, you know what? I don't think that's right. This guy actually is doing well. But which one? Which one? Besides whiskey, you show that song. I think it's trash. I think okay, this is this, this is all the songs in the catalog. I think Tiwasawi's latest album. Celia. <laughs> and and I, that, that's one of the things that offend me because I feel like you guys should do better. You know, your caliber of people should people do should do better. It was it was it was just all over the place. You know, this conversation that you are having about Tiwa Savage, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, and I was telling the guy, was like, I think the problem with Tiwa is she has gotten to a peak whereby for now she she cannot create beyond what she's putting out. But I feel like that's, that's basically a social control, that idea of a peak. I feel like you get to a peak for a particular way of doing things. That's what I'm saying. Like she has gotten to that peak of doing that, this thing. So why not switch? Why not try something else? Like I still don't understand why Nigeria. I, mean, I think I think I think is I think I think is the is the um the I'm a good point. The fear of it being rejected. The fear, the fear of what if I put it out? But here's the thing. And they don't take here's it. Here's the thing, though. I can understand an upcoming artist being afraid. You know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a top tier artist, you have that room to experiment. You understand? Because even if the, the music is not, they don't like it, you can always chalk it up to, you know what? No, that was me experimenting with different sounds. But Let me go back to my. It's, you know, it's easier for you because you already have a loyal fan base to start with, and those ones will like whatever you bring to them. The people that you are trying to pander to are, you know, trying to bring new people into the fans. New sounds, trying new things. All right, anyway, it's been a very, very interesting conversation with me. For I mean, if we should continue this, trust me, we are not going to leave here. And before I just end this, I mean, 
my apologies to our live audience. <laughs> this show was recorded in front of the live <laughs> So apologies to our live audience. Hello, my man. Anyway, I'll be proud. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Like, I'm I really, really enjoyed it. I hope we can, you know, do this some no problem. other time. Always available. All right. Thank you very much. All right, guys. That is it. You've heard it. If you know that what we've said today, you, like we've rightly said, you don't sit with what we said. Maybe for you, you feel like the fan does not control the artist. It's the artist that control the fan. You can always drop your conversation on my Instagram handle. That is Chacha Music Podcast on Instagram. You just drop the conversation. Let the conversation keep going. You can also tweet at me at Afistonova. And yes, Mufa, uh, quickly tell us where they can get to listen to your own podcast. Because trust me, that podcast is, is dope. Well, um, the podcast is available on most platforms. Platforms, the regular one, the regular Spotify, one. the Apple, the Anchor, the You and I podcast, and um, we just try to talk about life, the lessons learned, share stories, have amazing guests, and you know, just enjoy ourselves in a way. Yeah. All right. So there you have it, guys. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Cha Cha Let's Talk Music Series with Afistunovat. Mm-hmm.